If you hadn't noticed, I flubbed last week's scheduled recording. No excuse for this aside from poor time management, which consists of A, me forgetting which week it was, B, me getting very busy very quickly, and C, not having planned ahead and recorded these sooner. So what would be a good topic, considering this embarrassing but inevitable situation? Another episode that looks at time management, of course. But instead of just going vague and general, I thought I'd highlight one specific tool this week. So on this episode, we're going to look at Liquid Planner, one of my longtime favorite services for not just getting stuff done, but giving yourself a roadmap for the future. Something I obviously could have used two weeks ago, but hey, it happens. I'm Dr. Ryan Strait, Assistant Professor of Educational Technology at the University of Arizona, and this is The New Professor. Liquid Planner is, at first blush, simply a project management tool. To quote them, however, Liquid Planner is predictive project management software made for technology teams. It offers task management, project scheduling, and team collaboration in one central place. So let's look at each one of these things real quick and see how it can help someone in academia, be they students, staff, or faculty. So let's go through that list that they offer and start with task management. If you want to use Liquid Planner as a simple task manager, you can do that. It's not really a replacement for Asana or other dedicated task managers, but the power comes when the task management is integrated with the other functions, which we'll get into in a second. See, tasks are exactly as you would imagine them to be. They have titles and descriptions and deadlines and owners and statuses. But there's a lot more to it than that. Each task can be tagged. Think hashtags. They can be coupled with ongoing notes, either local or cloud documents, links, comments on the tasks, and each task has a checklist for subtasks. You can log time on each task that then gets included in the project scheduling. Beyond that, you can even have multiple people on a single task with different start and finish times working independently. And each task lives in a project, which is not all that surprising for a project management service, I guess. So how about those projects? Well, everything lives in a workspace. Now, this is a term that's become pretty popular in recent years, and understandably, as people tend to bounce around different ecosystems and with different clients. Long gone is the quote-unquote 
company man. Anyway, let's say you're in the Acme workplace. Within that workplace, you have packages. Think of these as departments or the building blocks of what you do. If you're faculty, you might have teaching, service, and research packages. Students might have class and extracurricular packages, for example. The organizational structure is entirely up to you. And within these packages, you add your projects. This is when Liquid Planner really shines. Though on the surface, the package, project, and tasks look pretty similar in their details. Just like tasks, packages and projects have descriptions and statuses and owners and additional people involved and due dates and notes and links to documents, etc. But it's the combination of them that we're focusing on. See, Liquid Planner works on guesses. Okay, well, that's not entirely accurate. It works on estimates. Most task lists and project management systems either go with complete slash incomplete for tasks or X amount of time to finish for projects. Well, Liquid Planner saw that and said, um, whenever did you say it will take me five hours exactly to complete this? It's much more likely it'll take you four to six, depending on distractions, priorities that come up, unexpected problems, or even you just being out of your groove at the time. So within Project X, you might have tasks A, B, and C. You estimate that task A will take you between one and three hours to complete. Task B will likely take you between three and five. And task C will take you between five and seven. You average out at about 12 hours, but you're acknowledging that it could take you as few as nine, but as many as 15. But again, this is just your projection. Liquid Planner then takes your working schedule. You tell it how many hours per day you can work. It includes this with all the other projects you have, orders them via priority, and lets you know that, given your current workload and the projections that you've made, you can finish this project in four days. Now, if you made this ASAP and devoted all eight hours of your typical workday to it, you could finish it on average in, say, a day and a half. But this is the real world, and Liquid Planner is all about collaboration, after all. So when you think about collaboration, what do you think of? Is it people sitting around a table working simultaneously on a single task? Or is it what's more likely, a group of people with a shared vision and direction, but each with unique, discrete responsibilities, all of which rely upon each other? And I'm guessing it's the latter. But that's where Liquid Planner really, really shines. Dependencies and efficient use of time. So let's say you're working with Bob and Sally on a project over at Acme. Now you told your client that you can have this project done in two weeks time. But your job can't begin until Bob and Sally have both done theirs. Bob makes his predictions for the work, Sally makes hers for hers, and you make yours for yours. 
Now these are called dependencies. For example, task B can't begin until task A is completed. Now all of this appears in Liquid Planner in the form of a Gantt chart, uh, linked to what that is in the show notes. Immediately you can see that it's going to take Bob three to five days for his part, Sally one to two for hers, meaning you can't begin your work until day four at the earliest, and day seven at the outside. Let's say it will take you a minimum of four days, just like Bob, and a max of six days. Well, guess what? Your average is going to fall outside that two-week estimate that you gave your client. Liquid Planner tells you all of this immediately, and will let you shuffle around responsibilities until you're working most efficiently. Now, if you've created a client portal, your client can see just as much of this as you want to share with them, and transparency is a good thing in my book. This lets you stay in constant communication with your team and the clients while they are watching the progress and removing the need for those pesky constant updates. After some work has actually gotten done, oh, and you can use the built-in timers within Liquid Planner to chart this stuff, even do Pomodoros, remember those? Anyway, after the work has actually gotten done, you can produce timesheets and reports, analytics, to see just how your actual work compares to your predictions, and then act accordingly. Now, Ryan, I hear you asking, what if I don't work on a team like this? What if I'm a lonely academic or grad student hunkered down in my office with my head buried in some long-forgotten tome? Well, first I would ask why you're talking like that, but second I would say that's not a problem. See, Liquid Planner is built with teams in mind, but it's absolutely usable for the solo productivity junkie. This is especially true if you like to see data on how long you think it'll take you to accomplish something versus how long it actually took you. And there's even a Trello-like view of your work. It's known as a Kanban board, if you prefer seeing things like that. Is something like Asana better for solo work? Maybe. It depends on how you actually think of that work, your mental model, as it's known. For me, Asana is a bit too abstract, siloed. I like to be able to drill into the smallest details of what I need to accomplish while easily pulling back to a 20,000 foot view and seeing all the different plates that I have spinning at the same time, of which there are many. The dashboard function in Liquid Planner is a great way to do this. The team dashboard, for example, gives you a quick look at all the projects you have going on right now, along with their hours logged, remaining and total, various deadlines, and also the hours logged over the week, generally, and the previous week, so you can compare them. It lists all the different upcoming tasks, along with the estimates on how long it'll take to finish them, and most importantly, what's potentially at risk for not meeting a deadline. It is really, really handy. But while all this is fine and good, it's also pretty abstract, right? I mean, we don't ever actually have Project A or Task Z. We work on concrete things. We have particular texts to read, drafts to write, papers to grade, etc. But I can say this. While finishing my doctoral degree and starting my comprehensive exams, proposal, and dissertation, 
liquid planner was indispensable. Like most things involving universities, there are some pretty serious and hard deadlines involved in projects that, as a student, you have absolutely no experience with or precedent for. How long will it take you to write that literature review, Chapter 2? Well, who knows? But if you have a general idea, and that's what Liquid Planner thrives on, you can make an educated guess and go from there. And I've used it for other projects as well, but the process is generally always the same for me. First, determine your hard deadline, the last absolute date that you can work on this. Then, lay out all the things that you absolutely must do. Then, be realistic. Err on the side of things taking longer than you think they will when choosing your time estimates. And finally, have Liquid Planner open in a tab at all times and stick to it. Record your time. Take breaks. Move things around as you see fit. And as Liquid Planner likes to say, trust your project schedule. Now, is it overkill? Well, maybe for a single person. Maybe for some small teams. That really is up to you. But if you're in education, you may qualify for a free version. And if you're a nonprofit, you can get it at a discount. There's also a free trial. So you have nothing to lose other than checking another app off your list of things to try. So have you used Liquid Planner before? Do you plan on trying it? I'd like to hear about it, so feel free to tweet at me and let me know. I should also mention that this was an unsolicited write-up or talk up or whatever. And Liquid Planner hasn't asked me to do this or offered me any compensation. I just like promoting the services I think deserve it. And while the link on the website in the show notes is an affiliate link, if you would rather, just go to liquidplanner.com. And as always, you can subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or maybe wherever you get your podcasts. It's hard to know these days. The New Professor is a passion project supported entirely by me. Your listening and word of mouth are the best publicity that I can get, so thank you. Until next time.